Who's on the left? Who's on the left? Who's on the left? Who's on the left? All right. Welcome to a new episode of Ain't Nothing New Under the Sun. My name is Darius. I am George. And today we're going to get in a little bit about what's going on in America, what's going on in the world, and um, I guess our take on what's happening um, to our nation, to the world, and to the people. Um, it's Blackout Tuesday. We shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> um, you know, it should, you know, no, no, it's Cuba Saturn Tuesday, I thought. My bad. For real? <laughs> so... Right. Let's start off with the facts and let's start off with something that obviously has to be said. There was a murder, right? We got into this the last episode. A man was murdered. A man said, I can't breathe. And now we have millions of men, women and children crying out for help, for hate and for change. Um, now, rest in peace, Floyd. He could have, I didn't know him personally. I don't know much about him, only what I have read, what I have seen. Um, most to all humans don't deserve to die. And nobody deserves to be murdered. But with that being said, what do we get from what is happening now? And what comes next? What comes from the days of the unrest? What comes after? When does it stop? And what changes? We have to ask ourselves that. Now, let's get into, let's probably start off this episode. Let's talk about the black cube or the black box, the black mirror, or the blackout Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. Let's talk about this, George. Let's do let it. Me ask, let me ask you your take first what you believe, why it's happening, what it means, um, and if you did it. And then I'll go into mine after that. So let me just answer the question on if I did it. I refuse to do it. I do believe it's a psychological operation done by uh, or perpetuated into the media to start doing it, to completely censor what's going on in the world right now and it's disgusting and people are completely falling for it what like at what point do you just take the blinders off people like at what point i really would want to know like like do you not see what's being played out right now like you mean sheeple gonna be blind yeah are we just gonna be blind to this like it's i'm so red and anger for everything that's happening and how people are just falling for the stupidest like dumbest operation we can possibly like how blind can you be man like it's frustrating it's very frustrating and like when I try to convey this to people I look like a bad guy like it's disgusting dude it is well to be in an individual in a sheeple world is hard. 
Um, people don't want to be chastised, cast out, or looked down upon by the crowd, by society, and by others. So they much they will always do what the crowd says to do because they are afraid of being an individual. It's it's a fact of the matter. Um, you know, I can kind of say for you and me, you know, when we were in high school, we were athletes, but we weren't jocks. We were the outcast athletes. None of the coaches, none of the, you know, teammates liked us, but we were athletic, strong, good, and competitive, but they didn't like us. So, you know, at least, you know, that probably helps start where we don't follow the path of the sheeple. Um, getting into what I believe, right? So what does the black box represent? Well, first of all, a pure black, like true black, is not a color of skin. It is the void of light. Um, so that's one. So if you're going to put a black box, I would actually try to do it like a skin tone black box um, or every shade of black rather than a full black because I'd rather not have the void of light. You know, void of light could be symbolic and it could be detrimental. Um, second, it is a black mirror. It is a mirror of yourself. When you look into the black box, what do you see? Do you see nothing or do you see yourself? And I'm not trying to say you're going to see yourself as a black person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, look at yourself. Who are you? What do you want? And what are you doing to do this? Is this just some pat on the back virtue signaling? signaling or do you feel that it's actually going to make change? How does posting a black cube make change? It, it, like you said, it actually goes against what you're fighting for because it's now censoring. You have created a censor, a self-censor, and a censor of a movement um, without even knowing it. So a lot of sheeple are doing it on purpose. You know, it's the same idea of someone breaking a window and causing people to want to loot is the same thing with getting people to put the black mirror. Because the protester is good doesn't mean they can't switch to the anger. Because something is peaceful doesn't mean the pendulum doesn't swing. The pendulum always swings. So when you post this black box, one, I say don't post the absent of color the, or the absent of light and color. Because, you know, at the end of the day, the light spectrum doesn't have true black on it. You know, it, true black not black people, but true black, the darkness is absent of light and color. It's a void. So you are promoting darkness and the void and censorship. Post super dark brown, because realistically, even the blackest people are just super, super dark brown. They're not true absent of light, void. One. Two, when you post it, take yourself and look at yourself. Take a look at yourself. Figure out who you are and what you want to accomplish from this. Because just posting something, patting yourself on the back, look at, I did something. that You're not doing anything. Okay, you are following a crowd. You are following a PSYOP movement that is actually drowning out the cries and the voices of the people. You are not a voice of the people 
by censoring yourself. You're a voice of the people by saying, well, this is what's happening. There is a problem and I am upset. But, you know, you all, everyone's like mad at Trump, right? For going into a bunker when there was literally a call to action from Antifa to pretty much attack the White House. And you're all mad about that, right? But he went into a dark box. You are all posting a dark box. Do you not see this? They turn off the lights at the White House. That is darkness. You are posting darkness. You are censoring. Do you not see the similarities, the differences, and the mad madness, and the coinkadinks? So, one, don't point them. Don't, don't just follow along because you're afraid to be chastised by a society of sheeple, to be cast out. You know, in a world of madness, they will say that you're crazy for seeing through them. And if you are, you know, going to post it, post not completely black. Post offset. Not completely. Because, again, you aren't helping anything. And post something that helps when you do it. You know, if you think a quote helps, then post a quote. You know. And I want everyone who posts the black <laughs> box to ask themselves one question while they look into the mirror of the black mirror. What's next? What are you going to do next? What are we going to do next? And what's going to happen next? We are, as Dr. Manhattan said, man, we are all puppets. I'm just a puppet who can see That is a sad truth that, you know, most people probably wouldn't even understand that. Sad to say. It, it's like, I, we're, this is the biggest chess game of our lives, man. And people are just playing a role and not do like you have all these celebrities giving money to who are you like you don't even know exactly you're bailing out though like maybe there's some people getting arrested yeah that shouldn't be arrested they're pro probably getting just in the like I don't know I don't know maybe they are they are the peaceful protest I'm I'm sure that they're definitely there's not they're peaceful protesters but with the, the crowd of rioters that are police officers the uh, it's throwing bricks at building looting buildings and then you're having tvs get stolen and then finding out the tvs have trackers in them because doy they're fucking smart tvs like it's just like everything is just a planned according you have reports in new york city right now people are leaving cash registers on the corner of uh, streets so people can pick yeah. them up. No, George, not only that, tracers. you have a tracer in your pocket. If you can map it's... out where you walk today, why can't they map out that you went inside a store? It shows everywhere you went. For real? Do you think there are? Like, I really like. I, I'm not like saying like I don't know what the hell is supposed to happen with all this. To be Look, completely honest, this is the thing. Like, I don't like. I, don't I will fight for anybody's right to protest. If you 
believe that there's an injustice, which honestly there is an injustice, and it's not, it's not, you know, it's the elite versus the lower class, and the lower class is all of us. It's this elite power structure that wants us to fight each other and say it's black and white when it's all great. They want the whole world to say it's black and white when it's all great. There is a fact that there has been atrocities through time. But no race, ethnicity, or religion has not done something wrong. Nobody alive today or alive ever has lived through their life without even one impure thought. You know, a lot of people are pointing at each other, giving each other blame, but they're not pointing at themselves. I have looked at all these people that are posting the black box and I have heard racial slurs, slurs from most of these people. I've heard horrific things, not just against black people, but against many races on a daily basis from these people. And then they go and run and they post something saying, see, look, I'm good. I've never done anything bad. The fact of the matter is, if you were to take 99.999999% of all protesters, politicians, regular civilians, regular people, people hiding, people fighting, and you look into their mind and every moment they've ever had, there will be hate, there will be prejudice, and there will be racism. I don't care what race, what religion, what creed, who, whomever you may be. You have done something bad in your life. You know, all these people think that they are clear conscience. You know, if Anonymous wants to do something, why don't you go into all the DMs of all the people pointing the finger and find out what they have said to one another behind closed doors? You know, you, the, you know, the only place is private is your mind. And in your mind, you are a different person than in your fucking social media. You know, it's the same thing. And if you look at most relationships that post about how great their life is, how much they love their boo, how much they love their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their husband, their wife, their mistress, their whatever they're posting about. Most of those relationships end very quickly after there is an incline of posts. Why? Because people try the hardest when they've already lost control. People push the hardest when there is nothing left to push. But that's, that's just the life, that's just how life goes. So the people that are posting so much every day about how these atrocities, these atrocities, these atrocities have committed atrocities. You know, someone told me something today. It's sad that a man died with a knee on his neck, but what is worse, is we're all about to get a boot on our heads. That stuck with me. That, and, I, and we were just having a conversation in person. It wasn't even like, you know, this was, they were, they didn't post this. They didn't try to virtue signal. They just said, you know, that was poetic, but that just came out in a natural organic conversation. You know, it is wrong. There are lives being lost, but at the end of the day, there will never be peace. And I'm sorry to say this sad, 
scary truth. But, you know, time and time again, I have been told, especially in class, you know, when we took Arabic together, George, these kids would say, I want peace. I'm Palestinian or Palestine, and I want peace between the Israel, Israel, Israelis, right? Why do we have war? Why is there war? Do you know what my answer always to anybody who says that they want world peace? is It's an individual responsibility. You look at yourself Preach. and say, look, have I ever wanted to hit somebody? Have I ever hit somebody? Have I ever hated somebody? Have I ever hated someone I loved or someone I don't know? Have I ever thought something negative? Have I ever been in a fight? If you can answer yes to any of those questions, there will never be world peace. Because that's an individual moment that you are actually triggering a part of your brain of hate that leads to atrocity, war, and death. Yes, it is an individual basis and something small that may never actually move forward and may never cause anything to happen. But at the end of the day, World War II started because the whole world was on, I mean, World War I, sorry, I'll go from World War I, started because we were on the brink. It was going to happen. But one person with hate in their heart decided that somebody should die because of the oppression of them. And the Archduke Franz Ferdinand was assassinated because someone had hate in their heart. The same person that had hate in their heart caused war, caused death, caused the end, caused millions of lives with one moment. Yes, war was coming. It was on the horizon. Mm -hmm. But one person's action that was the same amount of hate and anger to throw a punch decided to pull a trigger. So ask yourself, if you want peace, how can you not have peace of your own mind? If you want peace for the world, how can you not have peace of your own soul? You know what causes racism and hate is weakness. Weakness, weak bodies, weak minds, weak hearts, and weak souls. And weak people hate others. It's not strong people, it's not strong will, it's weak people. Someone who has an insecurity, so they dislike someone because of that insecurity. That is why they hate. And that is a fact. You know, at the end of the day, we yeah. will always hate each other because there will always be competition. And obviously there will be people that are weak and hate themselves. And it reflects onto others. So... How can you fix the world? How can you fix society and how can you fix a broken system when you can't fix yourself? When you can't see the logical fallacies of what you do? If you can't look into yourself in the mirror and be honest and say, I'm not a good person. I do the right thing, but I still err. To err is man. To forgive is divine. You know, we only know that we have one life. That is the only thing we know. And, we, and the one thing that's equal among all human beings in all time is death. Those are two things that we know. We know that we're alive. And we know that we die. And that is it. Everything else is an opinion. Good, bad, right, wrong. It's all an opinion. Death is certain. Life is certain, and that is it. Everything else that anyone 
going to tell me, anybody's going to do and tell me Amen. what to say, how to say it, what to do is an opinion of weak-minded people. You can be a genius and still weak-minded. The Nazis had genius scientists, and that's why we use Operation Paperclip. Look into it. If you're listening to this, look into it right now. Press pause, look into Operation Paperclip, and come back real quick. They had geniuses. They were far more advanced, but they had a weakness, which was hate. They took that they, you know, their weakness was they were starving. They were dying. The Germans, do you not understand what happened? They had to pay for World War I. They had a price of bread, a loaf of bread. Their money went to nothing. Their society crumbled. And only every time a society crumbles, death looms. And a new society is made that is meaner, stronger, and more evil than the prior. You cannot completely crumble society. So obviously, complete lawlessness leads to somewhat hate. It leads to looking down on people. It leads to this machine that is inside us that drives madness, anger, and dehumanizes everything around you. Once you have been dehumanized, you don't look at humans as humans again. It's a perpetual problem, and it is a pendulum. We forget that every time you swing one way, it swings back. And that goes to the, for the police and the protesters and the fucking looters. When you do something, it causes a reaction. Every action has a reaction in life. That reaction could be good, and it could be bad. It could be harmful. Mm -hmm. It could be helpful. But there is a action, the reaction, no matter what you do. So if you are a good protester, I'm happy for you. Mm -hmm. Do it. You're mad. You should be mad. Everyone should be mad right now. Everyone should say there is a problem. But to cause division, hatred and violence towards your own people who are at the same exact level as you. The level of society, the level of you are an ant to a boot to the elite. That is your level. And then these people in the ivory towers called mansions that has armed security can wag their finger at you. Let me tell you something. I have more respect for John Bones Jones right now than anybody. Anybody right now. More than any politician. More than anybody I know personally more than anybody. John Bones Jones, the fighter, is out there right now in Albuquerque, New Mexico, helping people, going door to door, saying, what do you need? We'll literally board up your places. He's literally bought and he has an army of protesters. Literally, they're not, you know what their protest is? Let's fix the community. Let's clean this up and let's get it ready for the violent people. Let's get it ready so stop the looters and the anarchy. He's out there protesting, saying, look, a man died and it's wrong, but I'm going to help my community not hurt it. He's taking Literally. spray paint out of... And that's someone I would like not the most hands. bad man on earth. Yeah. 
Oh no, dude. Yeah. You're gonna fucking, you know, like your jaw so switched up. He's literally quick. out there right now <laughs> helping, not hurting. At the end of the day, he hurts because a man died, but he's helping the society. So why don't we start a new protest? I tweeted this today. I have a new form of protest, and it's similar to what he's doing, right? Why don't we get a million people strong, one million people, and go city by city, knock on every door and say, what do you need? Do you need money? Do you need your pipes fixed? You know, if you took a million people to Flint, Michigan right now, you could rebuild all the pipes. One million people could rebuild those pipes in a few days alone. One million people going door to door saying, do you need air conditioning? Do you need food? Do you need water? What do you need? Do you need a new playground? What do you want us to build? What do you want us to do? Do you need medicine? What do you need? And if one million people went to city to city saying, what is the problem here and what do you need? We would fix it. Even if one million people brought $20 to every city they went to, that would contribute $20 million to fix things. Just 20 bucks. No, that is not what people want to do. That is not what people want to do, though, yeah. because they're angry. And I get you angry, but you are conditioned. It's the it's true, George. You're conditioned. The news yeah. profits off of hate, absolutely anger, sadness, sorrow, division, and fear. Things that age you, things that make you sick, things that make you worse off as a human being. It's things that close the light around you. That is what they profit off of. During this quarantine, if you didn't realize that every single news agency is getting more money right now and are profiting while companies are closing their doors. I'm not even talking yet about Bezos. I'm not talking yet about, you know, any CEO of the billionaire CEO right now. That's not who I'm talking about yet because we can get to them. Who I'm talking about are the news. I didn't hear about the news having massive layoffs. Did you? Even the news reporters are doing their job at home. They made money off of businesses failing. And now these businesses had a chance to reopen. And now they're being destroyed again by the people. I don't give a fuck about Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Apple. That's not who I care about. Who I care about are the working business class that started from nothing, started from nothing and had to build, have loans to pay off, have memories to cherish, have communities they've helped. That's who I'm talking about. How can you destroy? Okay, you want to you want Louis Vuitton, whatever. You're an idiot, but I don't care because. Like, I don't <laughs> care about them. Okay, they're already overpriced. They're, it's literally BS. They have such a markup value that it's, 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 they're making so much profit. It really doesn't matter. What I'm talking about are the small businesses in your neighborhood. If you see someone breaking into the, your small bit, a, a friend's small business, someone you know, you have to stop them. You know, you and I went to 10th um, Planet for a little bit and, uh, um, I saw a post from the guy who, one of the guys that runs 10th Planet, his name's Ron Turner. It's uh, the one in Costa Mesa. They burnt down the one of the 10th Planets in Long Beach. And so, do you know what his message was? Uh-huh. 
he got all his 10th Planet guys to say, look, we have to board up 10th Planet. In Long Beach. We yeah. have to save our place. And you know what he said? He said, look, I understand you're mad, but if you're going to riot, you need to come talk to me. Come talk to me and explain to me if you're going to loot and riot. Okay, not protest, but loot and riot. You need to come talk to me. Now, is he going to whoop their ass? Hopefully. Is he going to talk to them and say, look, what is your angst? What is your anger? Let's get through this. You know, that leads me to another point, right? So, obviously, Trump, Biden, and all politicians are using this as a photo op and a talking point. They're using it to point fingers at everyone. Regular citizens are pretending they're helping, taking pictures, putting it for clout, and walking away. And spit. They're burning. Oh, it's disgusting, dude. There was that video that we saw yesterday where it was that woman that was pretending to drill something had her boyfriend fucking... Oh, yeah. I bet, like, they put, posted her uh, link onto, like... Uh, oh, of course she does. Uh, Why would she? Her, her Look, handle. it, it just proves the point. The it's the same Examiner. people that put on the black cube that are literally saying, I'm helping, I'm, I am I care, are the same people that really don't care. You know, last, you know, I mentioned this when, on the last podcast. Last time we went to L.A., these same kids that are rioting were buying things from these expensive stores, walking out, looking at homeless like they're, they're beneath them, walking over a homeless, starving people. And we're like, gross, don't talk to me. Don't look. So let me, let me ask you something. Supreme yeah. Diamond. Can I, let me ask you something, George. Dope clothing. Fairfax and this is to Avenue. anybody who's black, white, Asian, Mexican, Pacific Islander, Arab, Siberian, Eskimo, Alaskan. I don't care where you're from. We've all come across a Karen. We've all come across someone who judges us instantly by our books, right? But no regular black guy walking has ever been judged like a homeless person has been judged. I'm sorry. You know, yes, there will be a Karen in every building and every neighbor, right? There's always one. But 90% of people look, exactly. But 90% of the time people look at homeless like they shouldn't be alive. Like they shouldn't exist. And the sad part is, I'm pretty sure some of those homeless people think that they shouldn't. You know, I don't care if it was Antifa, rioters, protesters, police in fucking uniforms, whomever you were that burned that homeless man's stuff under that bridge and then his bed, you're taking someone who is truly feeling hard shit, who is shit on by society, who is spit on, who has nothing left, and honestly, most society would probably, if it was okay, get rid of. Has turned their back on. You're taking the last thing he has left. A, a gross mattress that was probably pulled out of a dumpster or a landfill. That's disgusting, but it's better than the concrete floor. You're taking that from him? What does that prove? Who did you help? You know... People are dying right now. And 
something I have realized, and I realized this a long time ago, and this is not getting better. And this is most generations. And, I, you know, I want to say it's the next generation. I want to say it's the youth, but it's human nature is we don't care about long term. We care about short term. And the sad truth is the elites, they care about long term. They're playing a long game. They're, we're in a chess game that's the long game with the elites, with these evil, hopefully, I hope. They're aliens or uh, like reptilians or demons. But if they're regular humans, that's even worse. But I, we are in a long game with them. And they have been winning for a long time. And we continue to do short game moves. A short game move does nothing in the long game. You know, there's an expression. They may have won the battle, but lost the war. That is what you're doing. You might win a battle here and there. But we are losing the war. We are losing the war for the soul of humanity right now. We are losing the war for the rights of liberty right now and freedom. I'm not saying we're the freest place in the world and in the universe and in history. But we have probably some of the most opportunities. Okay? Not the most freedoms, but the most opportunities. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is that you're getting a government check right now because you lost your job just shows you have an opportunity. A lot of governments mm -hmm. in history didn't do that and can't do that. They just let people die on. So you have opportunity. And the sad part is we have a few freedoms left that will be taken. Like I said, the man who had a knee on his neck is leading to the fucking boot on our heads. What comes next? And I'm not saying this in a nihilist, angry, sad, negative way. Like, oh my God, what's next? Like, what's going to happen next? Like, 2020 has been so bad. Like, what's next? No, I say what's next is what's our next move? What happens after this? What is the consequence? What is the long-term problems that will come from burning cities, burning homes, burning precincts, asset, you know, marching in the streets? Because the sick, the sick part is what, ne what comes next is less freedoms, less rights, and more restrictions. Again, you're going to win a battle. There will be a battle won because of this protest. And there will be a battle won. There will be some reform that is in plain sight, but what is happening behind the scenes woo, is, is mm -hmm. not worth what you're doing now. I'm sorry. You know, they're going to chip us. They're going to control This is not yeah, no, this is worse. No, this, this is 9/11 type shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. That's like I would I would consider yeah. it ten. Times this is at the point where, point. obviously, the coronavirus. Sad to say, it wasn't working for them, and it's like a funny meme going around saying the coronavirus didn't work. The pandemic, quarantine pandemic, switched to race wars. This is leading to fascism. Again, the pendulum swings. The pendulum always swings. In history, if you know history, you know, I keep seeing all these white liberals, these white patting on their backs saying I'm helping fucks. 
that don't know anything, know a skewed history. They say they're educated. They say they're smarter than you, but they don't know the good, the bad, and the ugly. They know a small, narrow, skewed view of what they were allowed to learn. And they look at you and say, I'm better than you. These people, these people don't know real history. These people are the ones saying, look at history. Look what happened. Now, you need to really look at history. You need to look at humans. You need to look at the psychology of humans. The pendulum swings. It is nature. Every time, the harder you push, the harder the back pushes back. There is no such thing as perfect socialism. There is no such thing as perfect anything. They are... And they know this. The elites, the power structure knows this. And they are saying, you know what? Let's push the people to the brink. Let's make them upset. Let's, they have valid reasons. And I'm not saying that there's not valid reasons to be mad. But what they are doing is causing an authoritarian state. Now, a little fun fact for you people. They say the police is the problem. Well, the police is, made, is ran by the city. They answer to the city. Right. All right. Well, sheriffs are doing something bad. Well, that answers to what? The answers to the county. Sheriff is county. Oh, OK. Well, the National Guard is coming in. That's a problem. Well, they answer to the governor because they are state. That means there has been three failures. And there has been more and more pushback. And now the, they're saying, well, what is Trump going to do? So Trump comes out and says, well, you know what? We're going to bring in the military. That's federal. And they say, well, the feds can't step in. They have already stepped in. CIA, FBI, marshals, that's federal. So, technically, mm -hmm. the feds have already stepped in before the military steps in. If the federal, if the FBI is already investigating and already stepping in, the federal government has... already in the game. Right? That's what people don't get. So, if it's the police's problem, then it's not the feds problem right because if the police are the problem it's the cities that are doing it oh well the cities are ran by democrats that's what we're writing okay well the county has problems well it's it's, it's the sheriff's the problem well no 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 it's the state's problem the governor is sending in the national guard oh no 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 but we don't want the military you know a lot of nonsense has been spewed lately first of all there was a national guard helicopter um, the, uh, representative, uh, Omar was like, there are black hawks in the streets. I've seen this in movies and in wartime. These are military grade black hawks. Do you know what it was? It was not a black hawk. It was a medical aid national guard helicopter that they used. It doesn't have gun. Jesus it has Christ. literally the red cross symbol. Okay, that's not a black hawk. A black hawk, look up what a black hawk is. Okay, it's very, it's very different. Okay, and you know, they're saying that they're using military tactics by flying over people. The police helicopters fly over people with searchlights. What do you rather they do? Fly helicopters telling people to disperse or sending in tanks, sending in smoke bombs and rubber motherfucking bullets to heads? Which one do would you rather have? Which one is scarier? For the people. Having a helicopter saying disperse or having soldiers come in with guns. So don't say it's a military move. 
saying that they, they are treating the protesters like the Taliban, how they disperse the Taliban. Because obviously, they pop shot the Taliban. Obviously, they come in with real Blackhawks and bombers. And, and you know what the sick part is? Like, you know, I don't know if everyone remembers, but the Democrats, <coughs> the Democrats were the ones who said that it's okay and it's lawful to bring in UAVs on American soil. The fact is, yeah, I mean, drones are already up in the air in uh, Minneapolis. Like they're up, they're 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 tagging. The people like, were okay with drones. Yeah, it's going and robots coming in, but a helicopter that is literally a, is a is a rescue helicopter with medical symbols on it. Meaning that's why they have that symbol because when you're in wartime and you're picking up dying soldiers. You're not supposed to shoot those down because they have medical supplies and men and dying people. You're not. That's why they have that symbol. That's the same reason why the press shouldn't be shot at or beat up or attacked because they have press because they're civilian. They're not a part of it. Right. They're 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 And now, again, they are using what they can. And the sick and sad part is we all are afraid of soldiers in our streets. We don't want that. China wants that. The CCP wants that. I'm sure Mexico wants that. Actually, Trudeau was asked. And Trudeau took 45 seconds of silence to figure out how to tiptoe around this answer. And he didn't answer it with the question about what they essentially they asked him what's happening here. If you think it's right and what, you know, are their government, you know, they essentially were baiting into causing an enemy and our allies and our enemies are clapping. The world is, if we fall, the world falls. If you think they're hungry now because of this epidemic, if you think that there's no atrocity, there's atrocities now, <laughs> we are the world police at the end of the day, and I'm sad to say we are the world police. But the sad part is, the second we're gone, the second we fall, What's going to happen if you topple our government? Let me just ask you a question. You're a rioter, right? Or a protester, whomever. And you want to go down with Trump, go down with our government. And you want to topple the government, right? What happens? How many levels of government get toppled? Is it just the federal government? Is it just the president? What do you want to happen? Again, you need to voice what you want because you just want Trump gone. What does that mean? Do you want Trump gone? Do you want the Republicans gone? Do you want the Democrats gone? Do you want just our presidential system gone? What do you want? Do you want the police system? Well, the police system are the the saying that the police and the presidents are the same problem is like saying that the custodians and the engineers have the same problems. Right now, they work in the same company, mm-hmm. and one has to help the other. Don't get me wrong, one helps the other, and the other helps the other indirectly, but directly, they have nothing to do with each other. So, yes, the custodian needs to clean, right? They need to clean up after the engineers, they need to make sure it's sanitary, they need to make sure there's order, whatever, right? That's like the police, and then the engineers need to make sure that the, the company is running that they are creating, innovating, and moving the company forward to make profits and progress. If there were no engineers, there wouldn't need to be custodians. 
but without the custodians, the engineers couldn't work. Right. So that is, but they're not linked directly. So saying that the engineers should tell the custodians what to do is a fallacy. The engineer shouldn't tell the custodian what to do, and the custodian shouldn't tell the engineer what to do. They have two positions, two understandings, and two different departments. Now, they work for the same umbrella. They work for the same company. That's the same thing as our government. Just because our president is our president and our police are doing something doesn't mean they're linked. Yes, the president can tell the police, you need to do this, but at the end of the day, the police... A police officer reports to what his lieutenant and then they report to their captain and then their captain reports to their, you know, the chief. And then the chief reports to the council members of the city council and the mayor. The mayor reports to the people and the governors. There are levels to. So what do you want? You want the whole system to crumble? What does that mean? If you want to change something, change it. If you want to change it, you have a right which is about to be stripped from you. You have a right. The right you have is voting or stepping in and saying, look, you need to resign. Saying the chief of police that allowed this man to continue to have there. I'll give our government one credit. Everything. I mean, everything is documented. Now, sometimes it's, you know, redacted. Sometimes there's black labels. Sometimes you can't, you know, it's classified, but it is some form and another documented. And that's what I give our country. So if you have documentation showing that someone has continued to have an issue and do wrongdoing and your superiors are not fixing it, you get rid of the superiors and the person. So it is just as much of a problem that this man kills somebody as the heads of their department. Because that's why we have superiors. The whole point to have an officer in an army, a superior in, you know, police force, is to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do. And at the end of the day, if your subordinates fail, you fail. Okay? If every officer under you keeps committing murder, you indirectly have allowed murder. And you have failed. And that is how our country works. And that is actually what's great about our country. That is what's so important and what people need to understand. You, you the people, dictate if these people are allowed to stay in position. And you make them leave position for their failures. The fact of the matter is, if this man has committed multiple incidents of violence, hatred, and directed violence, unexcused violence, and caused harm to life, you fix it. And if you don't fix it, you get replaced. That's democracy. Actually, that's not even democracy. That's actually a, what a republic is. The reason why we're a democratic republic is because we have people that speak for us. So what we do is we elect officials to do the day-by-day -day 
workings of the government, right? That's what a republic is, meaning you elect someone to make your decisions. And then on certain decisions, you get to vote. And that's the democratic part. So we aren't a democracy or republic. We're a democratic republic. Me, we get to vote people in and out of office and vote on large issues. That's what we have. And every level, we, we allow them to fail. At what point does that city say we failed? We failed. Not just the police, but we failed. There's proof and evidence that someone has done this because that is life. That is, again, how are, we document every incident is documented. There are helplines. There are, there are parts of the government you can go to or civil, you know, you know avenues. You can either go through the government or civil avenues to change things. Rioting only causes and looting more pushback and more government control. That is what's going to happen. You know, I next going into this also, by the way, we should probably mention that Hillary Clinton was supposed to be in court today. Do you know what happened on that? I, I need to look that up. I'm well, yeah, she was literally supposed to be in court today. Like the hearings for her emails and all that. Guess what? Everything shut down as far as like it, she was supposed to be in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is a war zone practically yeah. right now. Without like, I don't know. You look at St. Louis having uh, four sh- officers shot yesterday, l- last night. And like well, essentially it was like a little like kind of like taste of what possibly might be coming to more major cities. And then you add uh, that officer get pretty much... Did you see that video of uh, that NYPD officer getting hit by that fucking car? Literally like a ball. Those are not all the videos. There's so much more happening that's not either on video or not even open to the public. It's worse than... Blackout Tuesday! Hell yeah! Good shit, guys. Good shit. So let me ask you something. So... Real quick before we get into conspiracy, because we should end with the, the, the conspiracy side. Let's finish a few facts and then we'll go into the conspiracy side, which, again, there are facts in this conspiracy with Hillary and the deep state and George Soros. Right. We'll, we'll finish with that. But. Um, real quick. Who pays for all this? At the end of the day, the cities are burned. People have lost everything. The only people that profit are like Amazon and Walmart and, you know, big business. So big business wins yet again, yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, what next? What are we going to do? You know, let's go into, let's, you know, let's go back to what you're saying. Let's just go back. Let, let those people ponder, but let's go back. So, Obamagate is real. I don't care what you say. I don't care what <laughs> you've done. I don't care. You know, all people should go to justice. Okay, that includes Trump. If he has done wrongdoing and you can prove it, he should pay for it. But that also includes Obama. And the fact of the matter is, treason has been committed. Okay. Without, you know, they had no evidence... And Hillary Clinton 
is was was supposed to speak right so we can even go we let's go back a little farther jeffrey epstein was arrested jeffrey epstein is a known friend and you know of the clintons of the trumps of pretty much anybody who has power has had a drink with jeffrey epstein no matter what if you are an elite you've had a drink because that's what he did he blackmailed got to know, had money. He, he essentially manipulated situations and got favors and what have you, right? He has dirt on everybody. He's arrested. He dies. Okay, I'm not going to say he got killed. I'm not going to say he committed suicide. He dies. That's a fact of the matter. He's dead. Maybe. And these people in power, I don't care who, who it was, had him killed. He died because he knew too much. Knowledge is a burden. And now we are get to a point where all the conspiracy theories are being proved pretty much right. You know, Anonymous comes back out of nowhere. Even though they were disbanded, went underground, a lot of them worked for the deep state after that, after everything that happened, and they just pop up and they're they're going hard, right? <clears throat> and then you have facts come out that real emails. Look at Suzanne Rice's email of the meeting of Obama, Comey, Suzanne Rice, and Biden. They were all in a room. This is a fact. Multiple news outlets have actually asked what they think would happen and if Trump would pardon. This is literally a week ago, one week ago, right before the seven days of violence. The news asked, would they pardon the, the press secretary, Obama and Biden, if they are ended up guilty of treason? That goes sure. That is literally swept under the rug. Now, in a lot of people's eyes, they say Trump is not my president. There are still people to say that Obama is my president still. Um, say what you will, you know. Um, but that's not what's happening. That's not what's going on right now. So obviously these people will defend them. But at the end of the day, I don't care. If Trump does something wrong, you need to hold him accountable. If he has done treason, hold him accountable. And we have. We have spent upwards of about $70 million between the rigged elections, Russian gate, and Ukrainian scandal, right? Acquitted. The impeachment acquitted all of them. Right. This guy has been acquitted of everything. He was impeached technically, but he was not removed from office because it only went through one section of our government. <clears throat> and so now we look at this. Right. The. Former president. Is now all his people are supposed to be subpoenaed. Today, Hillary Clinton was supposed to speak under oath. She actually filed. I forgot the exact claim, but saying that. It's essentially like a refutal saying that she shouldn't be able to speak under oath because she knows too much classified information that is dangerous to our security. That's essentially what she did. Um, and then they laughed at her and said, no, 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 no. We don't care. You need to come in. Doesn't matter. 
right? Obviously, she is linked to some of the most evil and powerful people in the world. I don't care what you think of her. She's linked to them. You may think she's a saint, but you can't deny she's not linked to them. You can't deny that her husband is on the actual official reports of flying on the Lolita Express. Look that up. Um, so she's trying to get out of, out of it, right? And it just so happens a man is arrested. We can all watch the videos. And then he's brought into the vehicle. There's a new video out where it shows the officer who was on his back so obviously, and then also the, by the way, the um, second autopsy said that he died from two reasons, neck and back. Hey, that's a song. Um, compressions and asphyxiation from the compression of his neck and his back and chest. Meaning if you're on, if someone's on your back, you're collapsing your chest. Actually, most of, if you look at the anatomy, a lot of your lungs are actually in your back. Uh, half of your uh, body look at it right and so uh go to take an anatomy class and so we look at this and we say okay well first of all the one guy is charged for murder but even though now the second autopsy comes out and here's another side note a little tangent um the reason why not all four officers are arrested yet is because you have to have sufficient evidence sufficient now, you may be mad about this because there's obviously a lot of evidence that there's malpractice and murder. But again, one good thing about our country is you are proven, you are innocent until proven guilty. So the second the citizens ask for people to be not, not go through trial and automatically be put in jail and hung and executed the second we lose every right we have left. Just remember that. The ones who cry that this man should be, all four people should be in jail and hung right now, need to understand if they could do it to the police, <laughs> they can do it to you. So don't forget that one. Don't forget that. Because the second that they change the laws to make it where they don't have to go through a trial, they can do it to you. So be, a, be careful. When you treaded in that water. And Snoop Dogg, you got your day in court. You murdered somebody. You were going to get murdered by Suge Knight. You probably were linked to the murder of Tupac. Suge Knight was going to kill you. Okay? You snitched in court. You became an informant for the FBI and CIA. And then you became a liberal figurehead and have profited off of your people dying. And now you hide in your ivory tower. Yes, I said that. Yes, I did. What do you? He lives in Diamond yeah. Bar, California. So, so again, actually, my mom sold his mom a house one time. Fun fact. Um, but let's go back, right? So just remember that. Just remember. You have to follow the proper procedures. I keep seeing people saying, well, we're rioting because not all four are arrested. Well, you're going to keep rioting if all four were arrested. And if all four literally get hung tomorrow, there's still going to be riots. And if all four get hung tomorrow or get the chair, you all lost your ability to defend yourself in court. There means there is no court left. And there means that there is no judiciary system and our entire checks and balances falls and you lose all your rights. 
So again, tread lightly when you say that. Yes, they should be prosecuted. They are getting sufficient evidence to prove that they murdered somebody. I don't care who you are. You have to have that right to go through that process. Because if they could do it to them, they can do it to you. All right. So going back to it. So Hillary is supposed to be in court today. Um, she's supposed to be swearing under oath. And not only that, they're supposed to be subpoenaing people from the Obama administration. Right? Now, how is it that these officers, right? It's almost like someone is out of a movie, has a chip in their mind, and they literally arrest this man. There is no violence. They aren't even that aggressive. But then they put him in the car, and you don't see what happens. Right? You see the officer that was on his chest and on his back. It looks like he's kind of pummeling him. The car is moving, whatever, and what have you. Then to bring him outside the car. So he makes it to the car fine, gets outside of the car. Um, there is said to be, you know, he's having issues. So they're calling the ambulance and all that. But ambulance. But again, we weren't there. I don't know what was exactly said. I would like more clarity. Um, then they sit on him and let him die. Right. That is a fact. Right. We all see that. He dies in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. He's murdered. Right. Some weird things that happen. He's uh, police. You like sheriff uniforms are the ones that are paramedics, which I've never seen before. I never met an EMT that wears a fucking sheriff's uniform, bulletproof vest, and a gun. I don't know. I don't. I've never been to that city, but that's what you know. That's what dude. Weird. Yeah, he was wearing a belt, a utility belt. So, I was like, what the fuck? in the conspiracy realm, the truth realm, the world where we live. It's hard to say that the narrative that is said is the truth because time and time again, when we are told something, it is wrong. We are told something to be fed fear, anger, and hatred, right? So if you look at the videos, if you piece all three together that have been released to the public, there's a series of events where some weird things happen. It's almost a trigger of this is time to murder somebody. It's almost like somebody, they got a phone call or someone flipped a switch in, a, in their chip in their brain and said, you kill him. You sacrifice this man. And because we know that the tensions, because let's be honest, people weren't going to riot because of the quarantine, because you're afraid that you can get sick and there's people dying. But the news has been telling you that your government's been killing you. The news has been telling you that your president has failed you. I don't care what you think or not. This is what the news is saying. The news has been telling you to be afraid and be angry, right? The news has been telling you that a black per- every black person should be afraid of the police and they're going to die. If you get pulled over, you have a 100% chance to die. That is how the news speaks to them. Now, every person listening to this, you can go on the Washington Post, go to the FBI, Go anywhere you like, whatever you believe. Look at the statistics of African-Americans being murdered by the police. Africans-Americans are being, in, you know, unarmed, armed, whatever number you want to take. Take how many African-Americans live, or blacks, whatever you want to call them, that live in America. 
divide how many have died by how many people there are, move the decimal place over to the right twice, and that is the percent that you, you know, that's the percent of the how many die. So that, you know, do a little bit more math and you'll find out the chances that you have of being murdered. And it is not what the news is. And that is a sick, Ooh. sad fact. And I'm not saying, and I'm not condoning, look, some one person dying is too much. It's wrong. We're all going to die. You should not accelerate somebody's end. That's not what I'm saying. But the fact of the matter is the chances of you dying, being murdered, are a lot more slim than you think. And that's a sad truth that it's, you know, everybody has a chance to be murdered by anybody around them, by a loved one, by a police officer. Shit. I used to watch Snapped all the time. Watch that show. The woman sitting next to you in your bed or the man has a higher chance of killing you than police almost. Look at that number. That'll mess you up. So getting back to it, <laughs> these they almost look like they were pretty much triggered or told, kill them. Sacrifice them. For what, though? Right? And then you look at what's happening. You have to look outside the box. Because the outside of the box doesn't exist without the inside of the box. Right? You are put into a box of mind. Your mind is put into a box. Into a frame. Break the frame. Look outside. Don't be narrow. Because if you're narrow... You're just as bad as a white supremacist. If you spout spout hate, you're just as bad. Look, what I'm saying is these these people that hate you for the same reason you hate them is 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 a fallacy. Is is wrong. It's, you need to understand that. Look at why they hate you and why you hate them, and realize that you're both put into a narrow box of what you get to see about that person. Because you never get to understand that person. You know, there is a man that's, you know, has like converted like, I think like 20, 30, maybe even off more. I think almost actually it might be in the hundreds KKK members by befriending them online. And then getting to know them deeply and then revealing that he's black. That's a fact. Look it up. If you get to know someone deeply, you don't hate them as much. Most people hate random people because they're different. So get, let's get back to it. So why though? You know, and as a conspiracy theorist, you have to look at all avenues. As a human being, you should always, no matter what, look at everything. Don't be confined into this narrow box of, oh, this is what the news tells me, so this is what it is. Because obviously the news doesn't have your best interest. If the news had your best interest, they would be 100% honest with you and they wouldn't have gotcha moments having misleading conversations and wouldn't tell you to hate each other. The news tells you to hate each other. There are subliminal messages in everything they say. Things that the wording they use is very, very meticulous and very is put together in a very specific way. So... As a conspiracy in the conspiracy world, they think he was a sacrifice to cause this unrest and dismay. Now, let me, I mean the tattoo yeah, on his chest. Also, we'll get we'll get more into that in a second. But I'm getting into this like less loose, more into a more loose conspiracy, and then we'll get into the very hardcore black belt conspiracy after. You have to look at what's happening, what's coming up, right? So obviously there's tensions, there's issues. People have pent up rage, 
fear and anger. Fear, rage, and anger leads to madness and collapse. You have two some very important things coming up. One, you have a presidential election, which obviously they'll do anything to win both sides. You have not only that, you have the lead contender of the Democratic Party involved in a scandal of treason. That is what it is. Okay. I don't care what you say. I don't care your beliefs. I don't care your bias. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. That is what's happening. And someone who's way more powerful than him, the Clintons, Hillary especially, is going to go on trial. And is going to have to speak under oath. And they, she doesn't know what exactly the dirt they have on her. And so if she doesn't be honest and they prove that she's lying, she's going to have to, she's going to sing, 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 howdy doody. Um, so you have, and then you have Biden that was in the room. Well, com- treason was committed. That was treason. Asking the head of the FBI, the head of the deep state, part of the deep state, to spy on the incoming president while you're leaving office is asking for an illegal favor. Instead of coming to the public, Obama should have said this. Hey, guys, there I've been tipped off that there's Russian collusion and publicly asked the FBI to look into it. That's different. That's different. No, he illegally asked a favor. And why? Well, look, look up who's Obama's grandfather. Right. Look up who all these people are linked to. They're all linked to the deep state. Comey and Brennan were the head of the deep state. Brennan was a CIA director and Comey was FBI. And they're linked. They were in cahoots. They spent your money to go after him. Right. So that's treason. That's that is treason. Okay. so now you have a trial of treason of the president, the former president, vice president, and everyone in his administration colluded. Okay. So how mm-hmm. far-fetched is it that civil unrest was pushed to a brink to cloud this? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Have you ever been to a David Copperfield? Have you ever been to a Sigmund Freedom Roy? Have you ever been... Have you ever seen a magic show? It's called Smoke and Mirrors. It's misdirection. You do something because the elites are good at this. They have misdirection. They get you to hate each other, to be blind. Let me tell you something. The greatest quote of all time is living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all we see. They blind you. They close your eyes. They tell you to blind yourself, to blind the sense of yourself. So they don't have to. I'm sorry, I'd rather have someone be mean to me but honest every moment of my life and hurt my feelings to make me better than someone to sugar coat and kill me slowly. Just remember, sugar's killing you. So every time someone sugar coats you, it's actually hurting you. Physically, mentally, mm-hmm. you know, in the real world and in in, in not. Like if someone continues to add a massive amount of sugar to your meal every day over your intake they are slight they are in a way poisoning you so why can't it be metaphorically every time someone sugarcoats something that they're actually hurting your health don't forget that 
So you have this administration that's in deep trouble. And again, if you if you are a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, anarchist, I don't care what you are. You live in this country and you should be concerned about what's happening. Because if you were concerned that there was Russian collusion, if you were concerned that there was Ukrainian scandal, you need to be concerned about the other administration. You need to be concerned about the other side. You need to stop looking at this Democratic, Republican, left, right. You need to be concerned that there are government officials committing treason to keep you down, not to lift you up. Why would they keep you? Why would they do this to not keep you down, not keep control? You know, if you really believe in Malcolm X, mm-hmm. listen to everything he said, not some stupid ass post that is one sentence from one speech he's ever given. If you really believe in MLK, if you believe in anybody, Nelson Mandela, if you believe in Einstein, I am sick and tired of seeing these, these inspirational one quotes. Listen to everything they say, rationalize, understand, and try to comprehend. Okay? You are fed a bit. We live in a snooty world, bro. It is intentional that a certain points of views and angles are given to you every single day. That is a fact. You know, it is so easy to misguide, misdirect, and, you know, misinterpret. So now getting back to this, they have... They, how is it so far-fetched? Okay? Because... You know, two weeks ago, I would have said it's far-fetched that we're burning cities. Two, you know, one year ago, I would have said it was far-fetched that coronavirus would come out of China and Wuhan and the whole world to shut down. Ten years ago, it would have been far-fetched Trump being president. But it's true. All those things are true. So tell me this. Riddle me this. If that's far-fetched, how is it not far-fetched? That there are people in our government that want to retain control and have committed treason and will do anything they can, no matter how many lives are lost, to not get in trouble. You know, if you're going to rob them, why bring a gun? Seriously. You bring a gun to defend yourself because you're going to get because you don't want to get caught. You don't want to go to jail. You don't want to die. You don't want to have the repercussions. Now, put that on a bigger scale. Now, put that in our government's eyes. The government is doing that. Okay. So if your life Mm -hmm. matters, let me tell you something. You think your life matters. It doesn't. You matter as a person. Your soul matters. And I think you matter. But to the government. You are a number. number. That's why you have a social security number. That's why you have an ID number, a license. This is you are nothing but a statistic in this fucking world. Let me tell you something. You know, at the end of the day, most people will never be remembered. Most people and all will never do anything great in their lives. And that's a sad thing, but it's true. You matter to the people you love and you matter to the people around you and you matter, your soul matters to the universe. But to these evil, wretched people in this long game, they don't matter. So tell, you know, let me tell you something. How many people died because of General Mao Zedong? General Mao. 
How many people died at the hands of the Russians and Stalin? How many people died at the hands of Hitler? How many people died at the hands of Shaka Zulu? You want to get down to it? Look up Shaka Zulu. Look up his, his entire heritage, what he did. He murdered his own father. Shaka Zulu created the greatest, one of the greatest African empires in South Africa. He went, murdered his father, took control, and went to every tribe and said, you join or you die. That is the human nature and human way. Most great empires, most great even religions were spread by the sword, not by the word. Just remember that. Things are spread more by the sword than by the word. You know, you know in the last hundred years, hundreds of millions of people have been murdered and killed. Hundreds. By their own people. So, by ideology. So if you're telling me it's so far-fetched in this time that we live in now, they wouldn't still do it to you? They wouldn't step over your body when that random kid who just went to Supreme walked over a homeless person to take pictures in front of cancers of all the Supreme gear they got? Why wouldn't someone with way more power than you not walk over you and think of you lesser and lie in your face. You don't think your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that was cheating on you but smiling and saying they love you in person weren't walking all over you? You think someone with real power wouldn't do that to you? Wouldn't cheat you out? Wouldn't screw you over? Ask yourself that. You're telling me you've never walked over someone or thought you're better than someone. Tell me that. Tell me. With a, with a true heart Tell me. Then you're a liar. Don't lie to me. Because every time you lie to me, you lie to yourself. We forget World War II was 70 years ago. We forget World War II was 100 years ago. We forget we were in, we were in seven wars 10 years ago. We forget that we have, un- we have more soldiers in other countries than we have National Guard right now here. How is it fair that we get to patrol the world, but then the second we say we're going to patrol ourselves, you, you freak out? So you can tell other people that you will never meet, never understand, never understand their language, their hearts, their hangers, their fears, that we can patrol them, but then you're too, but then when the, the, the fucking pendulum comes back this way, you scream boo-hoo? So don't tell me it's too far-fetched that Hillary Clinton has a kill list. Don't tell me it's too far-fetched that George Soros is funding all this mayhem. Don't tell me it's too far-fetched that Antifa is organized and causing mayhem. Don't tell me that. Because if you're telling me that, you're blind. If you could tell me Black Lives Matter and then turn around and say there is no such thing as Antifa, you're blind. Because obviously both are true. One can be true and the other can be true. They don't have to be true or not true. Just remember, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, not many people really care about you. Not many people will be there while you die. Not many people will be there to save you. 
I'm sorry. George Floyd died. Well, people video recorded it. They video recorded him die. They video, that's a snuff film. They murdered someone on camera and everyone watched. Words. And now you're rioting? Mm-hmm. If you really had a problem with this man's death, you wouldn't have driven by. You wouldn't have walked by. You wouldn't have filmed it. You would have fucking jumped that cop. You would have fucking stopped it. You would have been stun gun. You would have been beaten down. And you would have saved our country from this mayhem. And the elite that be would have to literally go to a new plant. But no, you recorded it. The reptilians itself fed off that negative energy and fed off this whole, are feeding off this whole entire shit, and people are just kind of like, uh, I don't know. If you can't even believe in reptilians at this point, and the fact that they feed off this shit, it's, I don't know, man. Like, going to the conspiratorial realm, sorry to, like, interrupt well, you, but George, come on. like I hope they're reptilians. Bullshit. I hope to die. Dude, no, no, no. There but, has no, no, to be this at is this point. Sad part. <laughs> if they're not reptilians, then that's humans doing it. And that's even worse. That's scarier. Uh-huh. At the end of uh-huh. the day, True. the scariest monsters to humans are humans. Let me ask you something. If a lion kills a gazelle, what do you consider that? If a lion kills another lion, what do you consider that? If a lion kills a human, what do you consider that? If a human kills a human, what do you consider that? Murder. So then you're telling me every time what the only thing common in every murder in history is what? Humans. Yeah. I believe that there's reptilians. Uh-huh. And I hope there's reptilians. But at the end of the day, the scariest part of it is there might not be. This might just be people doing this to people. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. That's scary. That's scary, dude. Like, who the fuck does George Soros, like, listen to? I don't know, man. People believe what they want to believe. People do. Amen. You have a choice every day when you wake up. At every second, every moment, you have a choice. Even the smallest choice of do I sit here or do I go to the kitchen and eat that food? You know, Mama Cass had a choice to eat the sandwich. She died. She didn't have to die right there. She choked. Y'all have a choice at every second. And yeah, understandably, there are always other people's actions, moments, and time that interlap and, and inter, you know, intersect with every choice you make, obviously. But then at the end of the day, you made a choice to get in the car, if a, you know, and I, I don't I'm not I'm not saying it's OK, but if a drunk driver made a choice to drive his car at night or him or her car and then you made your choice to take that same turn instead of the next turn and you guys crash. You led yourself to that moment. Now, I'm not saying it's your fault that you died or you got hurt or you got in that accident because it is not your fault, but that is still your choice. Every day we make a choice. It is your choice to be a good or bad person. It is your choice to do right or wrong. It is your choice to fight or to stand by. It is your choice to be heard and be silenced. 
Just remember that. You have a choice. If you have a breath, you have a choice. And the sad part is, some people take your breath. Some people kill you. But you led yourself to that part. And it is wrong and it is evil what these people did. But we all have choices at every moment until we close our eyes for the one last time. And I'm not condoning, condemning, or going for any situation. But you all have the right to do something. If you have the mental capability to do something, you had the choice to do it. Now, obviously, we have emotional and mental issues. Most people do, uh, you know, that cause us to have problems. You know, you, you, did, you know, your choice wasn't you were born. You didn't have that choice. Your choice wasn't the parents that brought you up. But at one day, you have to look at yourself and say, I'm an adult. I make my decisions. And I may have been raised to be a bigot. I may have been raised to be a a monk. I've been raised to be whatever you were raised to be. But it is your choice to continue. It is your choice to allow yourself to continue. It's hard. No one says life isn't hard. Making a choice to always do the right thing is nearly impossible. That's why nobody has done it. I don't care. You know, I'm sure Jesus hasn't been 100% perfect if he was real or not. Nobody is without error. And that's the whole point of Jesus. If you believe in God and Jesus, you believe that God came down to feel, to know what it's like to be mortal for, for a life. You know, every experience creates you. You know, death was the most important part of Jesus' life because if God has no beginning, no end, and is eternal and all-knowing, he is not all-knowing because he doesn't know what death is. He can look at it. He can try to understand it and rationalize it, but he has never felt it. So God came down, if you believe in Jesus, to experience everything life had. And suffering, hatred, anger, teaching, learning, that's life right there. And then the end of life is death and is just as important as birth. Because life cannot sustain without death. There would not be one without the other. So... Is God really alive if there is no death for God? Ask yourself that. You all were given a gift. Enjoy it. Do the right thing. Love your family. Love your loved ones. Have sex. Man, feel the pleasures of life. But learn. Do what's right. Do what's right. And I know right is an opinion. And what is right and wrong, what is wrong is sometimes different from who you are, where you're from, and where you came from. But at the end of the day, you got a brain, man. And women, all of you, you have a brain, use it. Be grateful. Because, again, you could die tomorrow, you could die tonight, the whole world can end, a meteor can hit us, an asteroid, nuclear war, viruses, plagues. Enjoy it. Don't hurt others. Don't ruin what people have worked for. 
and stop the fucking reptilians. God damn, if you're going to riot anywhere, you ain't going to anybody's house, go to George Soros' house, okay? If you're going to burn down anything, go know, to the dude, power dude. structures. Tell them it's enough. Okay, you got to protest? You got to protest? Protest the real problems. Okay? Obviously, not all, most of the protesters are good people that care. And that's why they're there. But the problem is, there are snakes among the grass. There are always wolves among the sheep. The fox, like, like, like Malcolm X said, the fox is dangerous. It's more dangerous than the wolf because the sheep knows to, not, to be afraid of the fox. I mean, of the wolf, sorry. But the fox will come up and smile at you. Even when he shows his teeth, he's smiling. So just remember, sometimes that smile is the devil behind it, is evil, is wrongdoing. Shit. I've known many people in my life that have been smiling while they stab me in the back. They've been smiling while they do evil things, robbing people. Uh, it's like what Malcolm X talking about. The That's what's into what I just said. The difference between the fox and the wolf. Yeah, yeah no, so, yeah, yeah. Be weary and cautious and just understand that it is more complex than black and white. The world is not black and white. I'm sorry. Human beings are actually not black and white. There is no such thing as a true white and a true black person. The pigmentation doesn't allow complete absence of light or complete all light and color spectrum. Okay, because that's what black and white is. It's everything in between. We are everything in between. Mm -hmm. There are more voices unheard than you'll ever know. There are more stories than you'll never be told. Learn the good, the bad, and the ugly of history and understand what humans are. And understand that we are so close to the, the next point in our evolution, the next point in human society. We are so close. We are trying to conquer the stars. And I don't care if you're a conspiracy theorist and you think it's all bullshit and fake. If you believe that there's aliens and reptilians here, you should believe that we can get to the stars. Because with one, there has to be the other. If they can come here, we will one day be there. One day we will be ascended beyond our crude matter. That is a fact. But the power, if there are elites, there are these reptilian monsters, these Anunnaki, whatever they are, they are holding us back. They don't want a society to ascend. They don't want us to be beyond what we can be because they are afraid of what we really are. We have something that they don't have. They are weak where we are strong. And that's why they hate us. And that comes back to where all these people that have hate is because they are weak in somewhere where somewhere someone else is strong. That is true. You dislike someone because your weakness is their strength. And these, if there are these reptilian monsters, these aliens that are controlling us, these greys, these whatever you want to call them, 
We have something that they don't have. Is it a soul? Is it the ascension of light? Is it true, like, beauty of mortality? What is it? But we have something. And they use our weakness because they're afraid of our strength. They hate us because of our strength. It's the same reason why a white supremacist that has arms as thick as my wrists hates a black athlete. But it's also the same reason why a black person hates a white person because they think that they have something they don't have. At the end of the day, we all have the capability to have muscle. We all have the capability to have a brain. And we all have a soul. We all have blood. We all have a heart that is ticking. We all have an end. And these reptilians, these powers that be are afraid of that. They are afraid of that strength, this inner light that we have. If you've ever seen someone die in front of you or have been there and held someone's hand at the last moment, tell me, tell me something doesn't change. Tell me they don't leave their body. Tell me next time a loved one is dying, hold them. And I know that sounds fucked up, but hold them. Tell me what you feel. Tell me. And that is what they're afraid of. Any final thoughts, George? We're at uh, 92 minutes. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the biggest chess game we've ever played. Ain't nothing new under the sun. It's chess. Everything's just recycling and recycling. Oh, yeah. Uh, also... If anyone remembers Cody 2012 and that whole entire social media posting about Cody and Cody and his child soldiers, that did a lot, guys. Good job. So I'm assuming this is going to do a lot. And what you're doing is kind of erasing uh, a lot of the hashtag of Black Lives Matter into a abyss of black squares. So hell of a job. I'm glad you like you realized what you did. I hope you realized what you um, did. Sadly, most won't. My final thoughts. This is Chestnut Checkers. We need to stop caring about short-term pleasure and short-term moments. I understand we should all feel pleasure and we should all be in the moment, but short-term will never beat long game. Living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all we see. That's why I tell you, remember, keep your eyes open, all three of them. You know, peace on your left hand, Mm -hmm. justice on your right. But what's in the middle is your brain, is your soul. So if you want peace on the left, justice on the right, just remember what has to be in the middle. That is your third eye. That is your brain. That is your connection to your consciousness. So love one another. Call your mother. Hug your friend. Live in the moment and build a new future. The cities are burning, but what do you do next? What is next? Do you rebuild and let the same thing happen? Or do you build better, stronger? Do you go to your communities and fix them? Do you learn from the mistakes and without hate and revenge in your heart, do you make change? So just remember, keep your eyes open. 